This episode is sponsored by Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management, experienced wealth managers who go above and beyond to guide and support you. CanDo is more than just an attitude. CanDo is navigating today for a brighter tomorrow. Visit CanDoWealth.com. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots. I'm James Heal and I'm joined today by Katie Balls and Fraser Nelson. Today, the illegal migration bill came to the House of Commons after much discussion. Uh, can you talk about the reaction it's had in the House today? So it's a much-awaited um, bill that Sirana Braverman has set out in the House. And I think that you could, in a way, it was quite predictable reactions in the sense that Tory MPs were broadly welcoming of it. Um, there was actually very little criticism. I think there were some, and these are the people you would expect, saying, what about the ECHR? And effectively saying, does this go far enough? You may need to leave this. And can we have a commitment not to change the legislation, but that if this doesn't work, you're going to get there. And Sirana Braverman, I think it's quite obvious she is sympathetic to this argument but she didn't get drawn into specifics and on the other hand you had the Labour Party tried to say this is unworkable. That was a line from Yvette Cooper arguing that ultimately there are many flaws with what Sarah Braven had put out there. The fact that if you were to follow through this policy, you need a lot more space for detaining asylum seekers coming to the country than they currently have at present. And also the Rwanda scheme doesn't have nearly enough space to send people to if they can't be sent back to the country they came from. So these problems were all raised. And this is how Labour wants to attack it by trying to not talk about her the morality of the scheme or if it is inhumane because I think they worry that will backfire for them playing to stereotypes but yet there are plenty of Labour backbenchers making that point and you had Diane Abbott obviously a key Corbyn ally criticising the tone of the Tory government when it comes to asylum seekers and refugees saying you know you're depicting them all as criminals and you had Zara Sultana also a a Corbyn friendly or Corbyn facing Labour MP being very critical to which Sue Braverman said well you've been signing letters which have uh, stopped us from actually uh, pushing out some people who have who've gone on to cause problems in the country. So that worked for the Tory side because they want to suggest that Labour doesn't take the problem seriously. I think it's an interesting question as to Labour discipline, how they attack this, because Yvette Cooper wasn't making any arguments about that's been nicer to migrants. It was all about how workable the various changes are. Fraser, is there some merit in the Labour criticism that actually this is unworkable, certainly this side of the election? Yes, it is um, utterly unworkable, I think. I mean, what Lucilla Braveman has done is created a legal route. So I think she now would probably win an ECHR challenge. But that doesn't protect her from a challenge. Right now, anybody can sue the government and say they want to start sending people to Rwanda again. You could take it to the ECHR, which could well take its own sweet time. It moved pretty fast last time to stop the plane taking off. It could go a lot slower. So you could end up in the end of the year without any serious deportations, really. And then after that, you've got the other practical problems. How many will Rwanda take? Right now, I think they've only agreed to take a couple of hundred tops. So what would you do? uh, Where where would you put the other people? I remember we're looking at 46,000 arrived in the small boats last year. So far this year, uh, Rishi Sunak has not just failed to stop the small boats. They're arriving at an even faster pace than they were at the same time in 2022. So I think there is a real um, mystery to me as to how on earth Rishi Sunak thinks he's going to stop, not slow down, but stop the small boats. This is part of it. Of course, you need a law which cannot be overridden at the, in, the, in Strasbourg. 
But again, Strasbourg has never overruled the primary legislation of any country. This isn't what it does. It will um, interpret existing laws, but it will not overrule nation-state's law because it knows if it does, that brings into a full-on constitutional crisis and people would walk out of the ECHR. So I cannot for the life of me see how Rishi Sunak is going to achieve his pledge. But I expect I'll know a lot more this time tomorrow because Katie's writing a political column on this. (laughs) No pressure. Um, But I suppose, I know Rishi Sunak has said stop. He said stop the boats. And that, I think, was viewed as many MPs as a bit raising expectations. But Fraser, if you got to the next election and they had significantly slowed down or at least showed the beginnings of a strategy that was reducing the numbers coming over, do you think that would count as a relative success for the Prime Minister? It wouldn't count as stopping it. If I was a, a Labour MP, I'd say, look, you said, you, you, you said you'd stop it, you've completely failed, etc. I think the risk he faces is that there's going to be even more arrivals this year than there were last year. Now, if you were to say, Katie, say he's cut it by, I don't know, he's cut by half the number of small boat arrivals, you could certainly see that as a success. You'd say, OK, I haven't stopped it yet, but I've gone um, yeah, a large way towards it. Um, so that would be seen as a political win for him. But I can't even see how how they would cut it by half. The only hope perhaps they've got is the French. Right now the French say that they're intercepting about half of the small boat crossing setting out for England. The Home Office reckons if this were to be increased to 75%, then that would fundamentally break the back of the people's traffickers and business model. They would need a hit rate of more than one in four they were going to keep this going. So there is uh, the potential that um, that Macron might ride to the rescue here. So that will be phase two of Sunak's Sunak's plan. But it would, right now, he really would need a miracle. Well, I mean, you say that, Fraser, are you suggesting therefore that there should be more possibly for good news for Rishi Sunak coming out of the Franco-British summit later this week than this flagship legislation, which is being much touted in the comments, but actually it could be negotiations rather than laws which lead to results. I think the legislation in the Commons is a distraction. Rishi Sunak is rather good at these distractions. I mean, look at these nonsensical five pledges he started the year with, right? Every one of them absurd. And so that still people spoke about them. And and then you've got all of this paraphernalia with this so-called Windsor Agreement wheeling out the king as a prop. Very good, um, again, uh, stagecraft. You must have a very astute political advisor there, number 10, <laughs> doing all of these things. But um, I, And I think that the Commons, again, it was billed to be great because it's a dividing line. You can see Suella Braveman in the House of Commons saying to Yvette Cooper, look, you, don't, you think it's a bigoted to remove these immigrants. You, you don't want to get rid of them. We do. So they're doing the old, it doesn't need much encouragement, Suella Braveman, the old dividing lines. But I do think it was, it was a bit of a non-event, I'm afraid to say, today's legislation. If Sunak is able to achieve a proper deal with Macron on this, if he can get the French to intercept three quarters rather than one half of the boats leaving France, then he might have a significant deal. And by the way, I think his Brexit deal was significant. The the Windsor stuff just got my goat, really. But um, it was it was a significant deal, albeit to be honest, one that this trust would probably have got anyway. I mean, I think ultimately there's just no silver bullet to this. So what we're seeing is Rishi Sunak trying to try a variation of things. So if he can do what Fraser just has said at the um, Franco-British summit, that is 
clearly something which happened quite quickly and can make a very notable difference. You've also got uh, the agreement with Albania in December, which um, government, uh, I think the inside statistics show, is having some effect in terms of um, stopping, but also deterrent effect. Mm -hmm. And therefore, with this legislation, I don't agree with Fraser in the sense it's just a complete distraction. I don't think, just to break the news to you now, Fraser, I'm going to explain to you in a column um, how Rishi is going to stop all boats, because I just don't think he's going to. But what I think this can potentially do is have a situation whereby the government if you if they have a situation where they win the Rwanda case, um, which is obviously now in the Court of Appeal, but they won the first one to say it's lawful, they managed to get this through the Commons, which I think could either be uh, six months of things going really well, if Labour don't oppose it, if the Lords don't add lots of things, um, if not, it could be up to a year. If you have both of those things um, you know, come through the system and they pass the courts, they then work in unison to have a much uh, easier approach to get lots of planes to Rwanda going. Now, they clearly cannot, and there's not the scale, to send every asylum seeker who comes here to Rwanda. But there could be some deterrent effect, and then you could get other countries to sign up to it. So I think, in a way, expectations are so low. There's an interesting question, I think, as to if there was some progress in the sense, I think it'd be quite symbolic for the government just to have one flight going to Rwanda. Some people would say, oh, that's pathetic. It's one flight you talked about so much. But I think how... Labour have said the scheme is completely unworkable just to show you could get the scheme working in some form would would be seen as oh actually maybe they're onto something but also the flip side is that people would say well you've been saying something for so long which is perhaps more a phrase it's coming from that actually just going a little bit of the way means nothing and we're still going to go but then you have to ask yourself if they can show the scheme slightly works by the time of the next election does that mean voters who really see as the key issue are they going to stick with a party that started to show a scheme can work or think you've had too much time let's go with Labour we think they've got a better idea because Labour's plans are are pretty broad at the moment in terms of what they're going to do and I think it will cast some attention back. But Katie you're talking about six months before the the bill even passes so that means it takes us to September now by September just think how many people have crossed in the small boats that's going to be nine months after the Prime Minister's pledge to stop it that's where I foresee difficulties. Now, he may well be then have some people leaving on a jet plane for Rwanda. That might end. Um, dream. Right. In her words, it would be her She'll dream. She'll be Tory. <laughs> but if you have by then, I don't know. Like, if the flight goes. But by September, we could easily have had 30,000 more small boat arrivals. So if you get one plane load to Hotel Rwanda, then that will not exactly be seen as a triumph. That's why I still think of all the pledges that he made in January, this may prove to be the most problematic one because it will be the easiest one to point to signs of failure. And I think there's also an internal political problem if you cannot show any progress for the next election, which is you heard in that debate today lots of talk about the ECHR. And I think pressure will go on Rishi Sunak to put leaving the ECHR in the Tory manifesto. And that's something that will divide the Tory party very heavily. There's a large constituency in the party who think that would be, uh, you know, pretty abhorrent idea. Including the Attorney General? We're saving anything for the poll call. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Fraser. And thank you for listening to Coffee House Shots. I'm leaving on a jet plane Don't know when I'll be back again Oh, babe, I hate to go